This program has been voluntarily rated PC-13, Profound Carnage. <laughs> now loading, Earworm Arcade. Legitimately, that might be the most hype fucking intro track that has ever been on this podcast and ever will be. Truth. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Such an appropriate, it's such an appropriate opener, too. Every time I was at a friend's house and you heard this, you knew shit was about to go down. It was. So, That's what here I we can, are. I can feel it in my veins. <laughs> like, hearing that just makes me, like, start getting, like, a little adrenaline rush. Just, like, waiting to start a match and... uh what a match we are, Newman. You and I. Oh, forever. Shucks. Together forever. <laughs> uh, just an aside, I saw that there uh, was a bootleg GoldenEye uh, record, like a vinyl record. And a bootleg? The, yes. And the disc itself was the face of the watch. And it, oh, it like laid out perfectly. Beautiful. Really? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Well, welcome to the fourth episode of the Earworm Arcade podcast. Holy shit, we've made it to four episodes. Amazing. Uh, you just heard the intro from, of course, the original, GoldenEye 007 for the N64, which just started couch co-op shooting each other in the face. Uh, for It was just a legendary time. It really was. <laughs> J-Max in the chat. Says four episodes of one million episodes. I can't do math, so I don't know what he's talking about. Bad Jack says slappers only. We're off to a good start Oof. here. <laughs> now, those of you uh, listening at home or in your car or at work or just doing the audio version, uh, you may not know we do this live on Twitch, which is where we're at right now. Uh, and I just have to tell all you folks that are on Twitch, uh, I can't do chat. Uh, an OBS update happened right before we started, thankfully not during, uh, and I just can't use the chat feature at all. So Newman's going to hold it down, I guess, <laughs> for this. I am look into my eyes. I am the captain now. Beautiful. Yes. So Jeff Rat's here. Oh my God. We got good people. We really do. Newman. Hi. 
Hey, Hatter. How's it going? Hey, how, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm a little afraid to do the entire podcast with these hand signs, but I mean... I know. It's a, it's a nervous thing, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm great, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I uh, I was just talking to, to Newman before we started about how excited I am to, number one, have him on the show, because he is a fantastic friend. He's a great uh, video game historian, honestly. Uh, and knows a lot about FPSs. So, uh, why don't you tell people, t- people while you are a perfect fit for the show today? Why I'm a perfect fit for the show today? Oh, oh yes. that's brutal, man. Um, <laughs> I'm just a simple man with simple tastes, and <laughs> those tastes typically involve just point and click. You know, I yeah, I grew up playing uh, shooters. I think. It was uh, second grade. We got a computer. We found out Wolf 3D could run on it. Yes. Uh, we got the sh- the shareware, and my dad was like, yeah, we're going to go buy this. We're going to go buy this now. <laughs> and uh, then it was just weekends of uh, me with the player's guide open, navigating maps while he just killed a bunch of Nazis. And, That's amazing. Uh, big springboard from there, yeah. And what, uh, what greater uh, parental and child bond is there than killing Nazis? I mean, just that's what I'm saying. <laughs> nah. Uh, well, while, while we have you here, uh, I mean, a lot of people, uh, like the folks in chat and the people who will be watching and listening uh, later, a lot of them know you already. Uh, but what I want to know is what have you been playing lately? It doesn't have to be retro. It could be the modern stuff, all that good stuff. But uh, what have you been up to? And my ADHD ass has been getting what I can, where I can. Uh, work's been kind of a killer lately, so like, sure. it's been like little nibbles of gaming here and there. The kids got a PS5 for their birthday, so I like helped them out with Saw that. little bits of Spider-Man here and there. Uh, my middle kid is like, I don't want to do the stealth section, so I'm like, let's go. <laughs> um, been labbing in Tekken 7, because uh, oh. Evo's coming up. Oh, Pre-entry right. for that. Um, so I'm really excited to drown in pools there um <laughs> and uh yeah then after a month of not touching it i got a couple of uh, quests in cyberpunk 2077 done the other day nice. i'm loving that still sweet despite I... yeah all the shortcomings yeah i'm still i'm Which... still waiting on the the next gen patch for it and then by then who knows there might be dlc or something whatnot uh i finished it Maybe. once and i'll finish it again uh yeah it'll be rad um Aside from the usual Cold War, I've uh, been playing that a lot lately. I see that John McClane and Rambo are being added uh, at some point yeah. this week. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> a friend of mine, yeah, a friend of mine was like, how much of the audience for Cold War was alive in the 80s <laughs> and was just like, yeah, Die Hard and Rambo. Let's do that. Oh, yeah. Yippee-ki-yay, um, motherfucker. Let's do it. Which, yeah, I'm... I'm all for personally. I I think those are great additions, but it also kind of reminds me of uh, like back in I want to say 2006, Planet Side, since it was owned by mm. Sony. Uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift was coming out, and like on all of the buildings, they would play this 15 second uh, <laughs> TV spot for it on loop. Whoa. So I'm thinking like every screen in Verdansk is gonna be like, <laughs> you know. Uh, Oh, was it fucking no it's it like expendables 4 coming soon to vod oh god you know? <laughs> coming soon to vod that's prime Just... that's way better than coming soon to vhs 
home VHS. Just, just a step ahead, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think it's cool. Dolph Lundgren is no stranger to coming soon to home VHS. <laughs> uh, also in Expendables. Uh, there but we go. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, uh, that is interesting, and I'm glad that they're doing something since Fortnite has literally every property in it. Um, uh, I've finally started playing Resident Evil Biohazard for the first time. Uh, no spoilers. I don't know anything about it. I've managed to stay away from everything. Whew, I tell you what, I, I like playing scary games, but the evolution of them over time has been something else. Like... You used to play a scary game or like a, a monster game or some violent horror themed game. And it didn't scare you because you had like 16 bit hey. graphics. You'd be like, oh, this sure. is kind of gross. But that's it. But, but every once in a while, you'll get your, you know, good, good moments like, you know, the dog through the window and RE1. Absolutely. Which, yeah. It messes up with a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it, it would always kind of like go back and forth between like atmospherically uneasy and, um, you know, like just completely fucking goofy. Right. And that that's what made it so, yeah, lovable, I think. And, uh, and approachable. Again, yeah. But I, I mean, on the other hand, too, there was some it was a little bit scary in that, you know, you can't get that high fidelity look. <laughs> right. And so your mind like tries to fill in the blanks on stuff. And uh, sure. a lot of times I think that can that can factor in. But I think, you know, Jill Sandwich comes up and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yo, that I'm, half I'm, I'm in for this ride. That <laughs> half eaten Doberman breaking through the window. I will always right. remember was my first jump scare in a video game like positively i about yeah. fucking died um but saying <laughs> that horror games nowadays are so realistic looking uh if you play them with headphones Man. they have such good sound design and i've been playing that game with headphones and you cannot play unless you are constantly at 30 percent panic attack like because you never know when shit is going to happen and it is such a different experience i'm loving it and hating it at the same time like they awesome. have just like i'm only about i don't know i'd say maybe an hour or two in and just some of the things they've been able to do with the engine have blown my mind. Like, I don't know if you've played it. Probably. I haven't. Oh, I, you like, haven't. like I said, I we just got a PS5, and apparently Ooh. that's one of the games in the PS Plus collection. So it is oh. absolutely on my to-do list. It's, uh, the last Resident Evil I played was 4. And 4, <laughs> I thought, was fantastic. Uh, yeah. But holy shit, what a jump. Uh, yeah. And I want to finish it before I move on to Big Lady, Please Step On Me uh resident evil um, right because i want to you know I'm, I'm not going from four to please step on me um right well, gotta it's gotta be some foreplay right? it's gotta be a little bit of choking uh in between uh <laughs> but no direct no direct harm uh, right so yeah that's that's what i've been doing choking <laughs> well if, if y'all haven't known if y'all didn't figure it out we're going to discuss fps games today uh first person shooters before anybody comes up with a gross acronym in chat uh bad jack fps stands for first person shooter uh newman i believe is quite a bit younger than me i know we've discussed this but i forgot i'm just fucking old uh but we both experienced i believe like pretty much the birth of fps's um regardless of uh, a slight age gap um yeah fig person saxophone thank you jeff uh, appreciate that. Keep it clean, man. <laughs> 
So I, I don't know. I think this is uh, one of those genres that I'm, I'm proud to say like that we were around from the beginning, you know, and then you got like point oh, and clicks yeah. and stuff like that. So we've seen, we've seen the evolution of it. Uh, it's just something really cool. I've been, I've been so excited for this episode because of that. Yeah. It's, it's special. I mean, to it's, me. yeah. Back then that was uh that was immersion. You, your, mm-hmm. your eyes were their eyes. Yeah. And sure, all of the the landscape was completely flat, and so were all of the enemies. But it was it was different. It Texture was new. mapping, it was... man. Exactly. Holy shit! <laughs> it really was. Then... It was nuts going from nothing but two D games and like pseudo three D, and you might have like yeah. wireframe shooters like in the arcade or something. But but man, I will never forget playing. Uh, Actually, it was Catacomb 3D. Uh, I downloaded it off of BBS and played it. And it was, I was like, holy shit, this is the future. And uh, then, of course, Wolfenstein came out right afterwards. Uh, that was the that was the first game I ever bought with my allowance. Uh, it took like several weeks. Um, and maybe the last game I paid for on PC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've paid of for some course. stuff on Steam. Some sure, like, but that twenty fifteen percent. I'm sure that was the first software I ever purchased, though. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. But uh, yeah, Doom Shareware forever says Jeff. Oh, Shareware was fantastic. Uh, before we oh. had demos, Shareware was it. Yeah, fifteen minutes of a game, you got like an entire episode. Mm. I, I even remember like. Yeah, you would go to Comp USA or Babbage's or whatever, and um, or hell, I think it was, yeah, it was like a department store I was at. My dad, my dad was very much about PCs, um, which is probably where I got my love for PC gaming because mm. I got a PC from th- that was made a year ago that can run things from 20 years ago, and you know, emulation, eh, emulation withstanding. Um, you can't say that about a lot of hardware, at least not natively, but, um, but yeah, like it'd be a department store and there'd be this like flip out thing of discs and like half of them were just (laughs) filled with shareware and demos and stuff. And then you'd fill up the hard drive and the computer would start acting wonky. It was real easy to fill it it up. Real Uh, easy to fill it up. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, you didn't have to own a full game. You just had to get through a fair amount of the experience, then move on to another chunk of experience. Yeah. It was, it was a different time. Yeah. And, and you could, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I was, I was Jazz explaining this on single floppy, Amen. a single floppy. Yeah. I was, I was explaining this uh, to the kids, at least as far as like CDs go, I think there's a, a lateral here, but uh, back in the day, you couldn't listen to anything on an album except a single on the radio. And then you went and you bought like a twenty fucking dollar CD in 1994. Uh, right. And then you're like, wow, half this other shit sucks. <laughs> I, wish, <laughs> I wish I'd have been able to hear this. Uh, you know, and you've got demos on games now. But back in the day, shareware was was really huge in the fact that you could basically try almost any game. Like whether it was triple A or it was independent like they all had shareware uh, or they all had like demo stuff and yeah best way to get the word out i God, mean yeah absolutely if you could if you could get if you could get a build to like pc gamer or one of the many other places that had demo discs yeah. then 
the, that's that many more potential sales. And bring in, uh, uh, bring in with school on three and a half inch. Like, <laughs> yo, right. you gotta check this shit out. Like, oh man, what beautiful times those were. But the man on the cassette said, "Don't copy that floppy." You're like, nah. <laughs> man, I never heard that. I never heard that song. <laughs> Well, why don't we get into some music? Um, I'm still amped from the GoldenEye song. <laughs> Queued up a segue there, and, and then we just derailed. Yeah, it was fuck, great. Fuck it. It was, it was horrible. We're, we're professionals, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. And uh, I'm sure we'll uh, have plenty to say about this next one, uh, both good and bad. Uh, but this is Too Hot to Handle from uh, the game Catacomb 3D. It's, it's a short one too <laughs> super short yeah almost like the low rider of fps songs oh hey i like um, that <laughs> it's just it's just it's it's got that nice chill even keel but you know it's 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 a, it's a pop uh i think the one other thing because um because i actually went to gog and i bought the catacomb pack oh uh in order to because i've never I, up until you were like hey check this out this is the set list i was like okay um i, I was like i have not played a couple of these games catacomb mm. 3d was one of them and i felt okay. like you know you know it's like it's a part of id's fps legacy mm-hmm. um I want to get a feel for the track, and uh, boy, did I ever get a feel for that track. <laughs> because it it's is... the only track in the game. I... <laughs> Not only is it the only track in the game, it is quite literally the only track in a series of five games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because... <laughs> and <laughs> and an episode of Commander Keen. He reused the song in that. Really? Yep. <laughs> oh, that shouldn't surprise me. No. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was because I uh, I went to GOG and and because they have goodies with a lot of their stuff, including soundtracks. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's uh, let's see. And it said it said music track one megabyte. And sure enough, I unzip it. And that's the only track. That's the soundtrack for the series. <laughs> it's amazing. Now, of course, this is, I mean, anybody who's in the know about these classic FPSs, you already know that's a Bobby Prince track. Bobby Prince, you know, id software, almost every single like Bobby, FPS Bobby, Bobby. in the 90s was, was made by Bobby. Um, this was the first game that he made music for. And I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's also like basically the first texture map 3D shooter. So even though we've got just this little like 30 sec it's it's 30 seconds loot. I want to say it's only four to eight bars total. Uh it's like yeah. the first FPS, basically, you know, uh, there's other stuff, but if we're talking about like Wolfenstein Four. 3D style FPS, it's the first. Uh and Bobby Prince. Who did all the shit? I want to say at least forty percent of the tracks we're playing, not on purpose, are from Bobby Prince. 
and it's his first uh, first song for a video game too. Mind blowing! I love it. I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. And, yeah, uh, no. Not a great game. Work. <laughs> not a great game. <laughs> it doesn't quite hold up. No, um, it was one of those. It was back in the time when, um, yeah, it, it was it was quantity with just a with with just a yeah a seasoning a layer of quality. Um, it had <laughs> had Romero's tech. It was awesome. Yeah. It played pretty cool, but yeah, it um, it's it's kind of a grind. It was training <laughs> wheels. Um, it was training wheels. But imagine technically one year before Wolfenstein even hit uh, playing this. Mine. It would have oh, been mind blowing. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was like, wow, this is the future. And I think our our computer at the time had four megs of RAM, and it could barely play it. Um, oh man! But yeah, <laughs> it was rough. Megs or Megs? Absolutely crazy, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I I just wanted to kick it off uh, with this track because there's so much history in it, and I I want to say I read somewhere that the reason it's only like four to eight bars is because it had to fit on a five inch floppy. So for the game and for the song, which were probably about the same size to fit, it had to be that short. So, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but hey, it's more more than can be said about uh, the next three entries in the Catacomb series, which had no music. Yeah, but some yeah. interesting tweaks to gameplay. Yeah, and it was it was cool visually too. Um, yeah, definitely. It, it wasn't dark and murky like you know your Doom or anything. There was very much like uh, neon, like like it shows in the picture right here. Before, at a time before lighting effects. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you want your players to know where they're going in a maze? Oh, do I have the here slime you for you? <laughs> right. Oh man. Well, speaking of Bobby Prince, uh, of course, Doom. Doom and Doom 2, some of the best soundtracks, uh, some of the most fun FPSs back in the day. So many memories. Let's play a track from Doom 2. Uh, this is from the DOS version, AdLib sound card, because uh, I was semi-poor as a kid. I mean, I had a computer at least, but no Sound Blaster 16, I'll tell you that. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm talking out my ass. I think AdLib was pretty high-end back in the day uh, around the Doom and Doom 2 days. I don't know. I don't know. Humble uh, beginnings, my ass. <laughs> right? I've been exposed. Anyway, this is the demon's head from Doom 2.
Oh my god. Just that full piece is so orchestrated instead of looped, and I love it. I just realized something that I I've never listened to the ad lib version of uh, the Doom soundtrack. I don't know which I've heard, uh, but it's probably been something with the uh, later re-releases. Because fun fact, the first time that I actually played through all of Doom One and most of Doom Two was on the Xbox 360. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, just dropped like yeah five bones on each one, and then just going through it because I was I like I don't know I was obsessing over getting achievements and I felt like I <laughs> needed to play through those for like personal cred I don't know yeah but uh, I'm, I'm curious though so yeah the demon said what made you want to pick this track I gotta know just looking for something that felt like somewhat original from Bobby Prince like one of his most one of his less like litigiously <laughs> less dangerous tracks yeah <laughs> yeah um I don't know uh demons Demon's Dead's always been like one of the ones that after playing I'll have stuck in my head. There's there's a good chunk of them. I would say half the soundtrack is like, oh yeah, I know that by heart. But, you know, this one just has that like you know, something creepy's going on to you, something's going to be hiding around the corner. Uh, but Doesn't this, make you think of Metallica, yeah. Right, <laughs> absolutely not. And yeah, you know, you can see a lot of long, long uh, black-haired uh, people playing guitars very slowly. Sure, yeah. Uh, very crunchy. It's funny you said that because, of course, we got to bring it up uh, to people that don't know. Bobby Prince, while amazing <laughs> and so many good credits under his name, really plagiarized a lot of like '90s alternate. <laughs> like rock and metal songs and uh, a lawyer and a, uh, by the way. <laughs> yeah which is fun <laughs> uh and if if you didn't know on the site like retrogamechampion.com go into the audio uh releases uh, i did a massive doom like retro doom soundtrack collection and i included <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> of course uh i included the the tracks that John Romero placed up that were like, these were the ones that were way too close to like, you know, Metallica right. and Slayer and stuff. Uh, and he posted them and I think they later got take, taken down. Uh, no, but, it's, they're still up. Oh, are they still there? They're under, yeah, they're not under the rip and tear um, uh, collection. That's because I, like I said, I was, I was looking some of these up. That's under take cover. Oh, it's um, under take cover. You're right. Thank you for that. Yeah. You know my own shit better than... <laughs> Only because I was I was like combing through. I was like, "Where's this track? <laughs> Shit!" Yeah. Okay. So the take cover, which is uh, an album made of just songs found in video games that are cover songs of other, because they are so close to the original material. Uh, but yeah, they've been switched up a little bit, and that's where you ended up having like the Doom soundtracks. But uh, man, still good, still good. I cannot discredit him. Uh, not at all no one else no, is man. doing it at the time anyway so who cares we've <laughs> got george brassard over at 3d realms i'm just gonna pepper in all the quotes from army of darkness <laughs> no one will notice why shouldn't why shouldn't bobby have his fun hey listen yeah. save a couple of those quotes for duke nukem come on exactly well this uh this next track uh, is from uh, a game that i can tell newman loves already uh and the game is called quarter seven alien invasion 
Uh, and this song is Floor 7, because they all had great names for all of the floors. All like 80 of them. And uh, here's Floor 7 from Quarter 7. I saw you bobbing your head, Newman. It's not a bad song. You can separate <laughs> the wheat from the crap. You really can. And <laughs> this this was a good track from a game that is less than stellar, I would say. Um, 
I, like have you i'm assuming you've played it yes i've i've always explained it to people as the blake stone games but upgraded blake stone wow. games uh i was not a blake huge fan of stone but upgraded yes that's what you thought of corridor seven i did you and i have we're gonna have a talk after this oh god we're gonna have a talk in the the backyard oh, by the shed what's going on here <laughs> I don't know, man. There must have been something about it that uh, that excited me. I think that's cool. I mean, like, I... <laughs> Thanks. No, like, really. So that's, that's one of the things that I always try not to do is shit on someone for their tastes. <laughs> but I will shit on a product that I don't like. <laughs> I just need to. I just need the other party to know. I don't see that as a reflection of them. Tell me what's wrong with quarter seven. Tell tell everyone There's what's wrong with it. So much. Oh, okay. The minigun. How about that minigun? Sound like the a barrels, porpoise. The barrels rotate like once per second. That's not a minigun, man. <laughs> It's a, it's a disgrace. Yeah, it's a disgrace. The shotgun they have is the not. The shotgun was really sad. Not too quality. But that's the thing. Is back then, you didn't know any better. Well, and like, nothing was doom quality. What was out? I mean that that especially since it was, I think, actually made with a Wolfenstein engine. Yeah, I, I think it was think. pushed to its limit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It had some nice big art. Don't get me wrong. I think it might have been the art that I was attached to. The floating eyeballs with guns attached to the sides of them. Because that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. That's alien, right? Fuck and, it. And, Put and it out there. <laughs> to, to, be on, to be on your side uh, for a little bit on this, there's probably only four tracks on the entire soundtrack that are listenable. Uh, those oh, four are very listenable, I think. For, for this one, it gets a little repetitive. But sure, it's still a banger to me. Yeah, uh, I agree. But there's like I want to say there's like 35 songs on the soundtrack. There's a lot of music, and a lot of it is just that's a unbearable. lot. Yeah, but uh, it also does sound like somebody's trying to emulate Bobby Prince a little bit there, just a little, a little bit. A little. I mean, yeah. But to their credit, you know, they say four out of 35 ain't bad. <laughs> four, four out of 35. I like my odds. <laughs> Well, let's let's play a song by a game that we'll have to talk about because it seemed like another step in the evolutionary process, and that's Descent. Oh, yes. uh, Descent, you know, it took the floor out from under you, and you could go anywhere all of a sudden. Oh, man. And, so uh, much. That's unbelievable. I mean, really, the engine wasn't too different. It's just your ability to move inside the engine was fantastic. The dicks, the the the, oh, the, the dicks. Ugh, yeah. well, that came out wrong. I was gonna say. So tell me what you didn't like about the dicks. The dicks. <laughs> I said in the Twitter post promoting this, watch me mumble and stumble through the boomer shooter uh, music talkings, and I like to think that I'm delivering on all counts. No, I'll, I'll uh, have the... you know that I saw an eyeball coming down a hallway with two dicks. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's quarter seven. That's how I'm going to explain it now instead of the Blake Stone. I'm like, will you shoot eyeballs with dicks on the side? Uh, anyway, sorry. Continue. Degrees of freedom. There were six of them. Oh, dicks, degrees of freedom. Yeah. The, the, dicks, de there we go. 
<laughs> we're doing good, Newman. We're doing good. This is great. I love this. This is this is segway. the high point of the past two weeks. Yeah, we're gonna ride this segue like fucking Paul Blart. All right, this is Hell br- yeah. the briefing song <laughs> from Descent. This is the DOS version. Uh Sound Blaster 16. Get your pinkies oh. out for this one. And uh yeah, this is briefing. Shout out to Kevin Tignor, who just followed. Appreciate that. Much um, obliged. Uh, Dicks. <laughs> Dicks track has, picks up Dicks and, track, and, yeah. and, and goes. Yeah, no, th- this I feel like this track picks up way more than you'd expect a briefing track to. Right. 
Yeah. And and the kicker is is before before you gave me this track list, I think I'd heard about six seconds of it. Um, because when you're playing you the skip. set, it's like you just get this wall of text. You know, uh uh-uh, uh no. Next, let's. <laughs> I'm here to fuck up some robots and hopefully not shoot some people. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Just oddly converse for a lot of video games you know well, actually you want to just shoot all of them but whatever usually yeah usually the same thing uh for me but i do remember one time i was like hey this song is pretty cool and i just sat and listened to it i'm like oh that's good and it's like my go-to descent jam now which is is crazy respectable um, yeah I, I gotta go back through these soundtracks Badjack says that this was his first VR experience in 95. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Oh. Uh, oh, man. Descent, uh, you'll have to rewind back to, I can't remember what uh, what episode it was. Um, which one was that? I want to say it was episode two of Earworm Arcade, where I shared the story of uh, the girl that invited me over to her house and I was really excited. I thought I was going to get a girlfriend, and then she just played Descent online with like, her, yeah. with her friends instead of paying attention to me. Wasn't it? Wasn't it with her boyfriend? Yeah. Or did she say yeah, she plays boyfriend. it with her boyfriend a lot? Yeah. And I'm like, damn, great. I, I got free dinner uh, out of it, I guess. So that's good. Hell yeah, silver lining. This is another song I feel that sounds kind of like Bobby Prince, but isn't. Uh, and just like Jeffrey said in the chat, it's got like a slow start, then it kind of goes wild. It's almost like it adds just one extra instrument like every 30 seconds or so until it's like oh, all working together here we go it's pretty pretty nice i like it uh not in our track list today but worth an honorable mention uh aside from the midi soundtrack to descent 2 which is fantastic have you ever heard the cd based versions of the descent 2 soundtrack i don't think i have ah. i played a yeah, I've, I've mostly played Descent 1, and then something comes up, and then that just winds up another thing installed on my hard drive that I keep saying I'll get back to. Gotcha. But Descent 2, I hear, is where things really picked up. It was really awesome. And the if you had the CD version, uh, or... See, did that come out on Saturn and PlayStation? I can't remember. I, I think so. I know the first ones did. <clears throat> yeah. Or the first one did on both, but... Yeah. Um, the CD soundtrack was just a bunch of licensed industrial metal. Uh, like Typo Negative. Uh, I think Skinny Puppy was on there. I can't remember uh, anything else. Uh, a couple of the songs, they just ripped the lyrics out. Uh, <laughs> fucking sweet soundtrack, though. So you should definitely check that out. Yeah, that was that was about the time when that started becoming the norm. You would get either the yeah. floppy version or the CD version of a game, and then you would get two different soundtracks. Yep. I mean, hell, even uh, even Romero stuck with that when he released Sigil recently. He oh, got, yeah. Um, yeah, he got, I forget the name of the artist, but he actually makes, I think, The Adventures of Square, which is a, uh, it's a standalone, like, Doom Total conversion Um which I highly recommend if you want to see something that the Doom community has been working on. That's badass. He actually did the music for the free release of Sigil, and then Buckethead. Oh, did, Buckethead! That's right. I remember you talking did about music this. for yeah. If you wanted to pay six point six six euro to get the uh, the music, uh, the the licensed wad or the uh, yeah the licensed music wad from Buckethead. That's how you go about getting that. That is so, so rad. And, both soundtracks are great. They're just a little bit different. 
I do. That was a. It was an interesting time to go from uh, all digital to now CD drives exist, and uh, you've got like beautiful CD audio. It was unreal, and of course the sound effects were all still digitized, <laughs> like shooting against the CD audio. Uh, I remember playing. It was either Heretic or Hexen. I want to say it was maybe Hexen. But it allowed you to play your own CD tracks. So I would throw in like a white zombie CD and like every level it would pick a random level. And uh, that's awesome. Was that actually a feature or is it one of those yep. things that you just kind of discovered by like popping out the disc and throwing in your own CD? And no, that I, th looks I think it mentioned it uh, either in the in the book or on the back that it's like or play your oh, own CD audio. White Zombie was dope. I remember the last boss, it played Devil Man by White Zombie, and it was just, oh, like, what an experience. So good. Perfect. Yeah, Bad Jack says it was Hexen. I totally played with KMFDM every time. <laughs> that is so cool. That, that worked. Well, we got one more song before we yeah. uh, just flap our gums a whole lot about this, like we haven't already. Yeah, speaking uh, of different soundtracks this is one that also definitely different at that fun separation yeah i'll let oh, your show man yeah don't let me <laughs> no no take over take over so you can talk about dicks all you want i'll just sit back and you tell Hello, me when my to play name the songs. is mad hatter now and uh <laughs> dick's next track is you realize I'm going to slip on that in next episode and the episodes oh, after I'm counting that. on it. Anyway, <laughs> this is Ghost Town from Blood, which was a very interesting take on FBS's. Uh, this is the Sound Blaster 16 version.
Play us out, xylophone. So, uh, anyone who didn't listen to that with headphones on, you should go back and try it. Because, man, Good. it's so dynamic. Ugh. Blood is another game that I'm also slowly working through in my own time when I think about it. Um, I have a friend who'd be very upset to hear that I still haven't finished it yet, but also very understanding because it is an incredibly hard game. It is. Um, it is. But, yeah, it's it's I, I hate to call it an acquired taste, but when I first came across it, I didn't like it. Um, I, I was actually a little bit offended that the first weapon that I was given was a throwable uh, and a pitchfork. I was like, what the hell do I do? With Why do people like this? And then I, you know, grew up. It's so different. And, um, and yeah, no, it's just you, you got to go into it with a kind of a different mindset and an understanding that this is the challenge. Overcome it. I complained a lot as a kid. I still yeah. complain a lot. Yeah. yeah, man. But I choose my complaints, I think, a little bit less frivolously. Um, you also, pick complaints that you can back up easier. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I might have to switch over from CD audio because I'm, I'm, I'm playing it through on Fresh Supply, which is a recent yep. release that was on the... Uh, it's not on the build engine or any of the offshoots. It's on the... GDX? No, no, sorry. You know what? Doesn't matter. Technical? <laughs> dicks. Dicks. Technical it's dicks. The, it's, it's on the Kex engine. Um, but yeah, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the music. I mean, that's what I was here to talk about, but uh, you know, it, it's a I'll prattle on. I... <laughs> Uh, Logic Chance here can only drop in for a hot second, but here to say that Doom rules, but Quake is better. Winky face. Oof, that's gonna come up later. That's <laughs> it totally is. Yeah, I've only played the first blood, never played the second one. Uh but You're good. It, it definitely You're good. did. You're good. <laughs> back back when FPSs were all about throw you in, grab key cards, shoot everything that moves, don't think about it. It had pacing, and maybe that yeah. was why you didn't like it. Um and that's why I didn't like it at first, too. I'm like, when is the action in this game? Like, how, like, it just didn't feel right. It felt a lot slower. And that's because it was trying to tell a story. And we weren't used to that yet. Like, we weren't used sure. to Bioshock, you know, and shit <laughs> like that yet. It was like, why aren't things just like pouring out of graves right now? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they, uh, no, the set pieces, the music, the atmosphere was all just fantastic um severed heads definitely worth a look oh you kick them around like soccer balls it's great <laughs> oh it. man so we've we've reached uh the point in the cast where uh it's just kind of like an open forum right now is there is there anything uh relating to this theme or some of the games that we've heard so far that you were thinking of but like we rushed past earlier uh anything oh, like man. that I see your el your eyebrows shoot up as we're listening to music, and I'm like, I wonder if there's some thoughts there. There are. I mean, you know, did I leave the oven on? Is it too late to go use the bathroom? Oh, yeah. It probably is too late to use the bathroom. I'll just go here. You know, just stuff like that. Can you mute your mic um, first? <laughs> Please. But no, man. I mean, you – this this – like – Prepping for this has been a journey. It's it's been really nice to just kind of go through all of this. You know, memories just kind of come flooding they back. They do. They do. Um, you don't have Blake Stone on here. I think that's a shame. Um, you know, well, they had the uh, upgraded but, version called Corridor Seven, and uh, so I didn't have to. 
<laughs> no, there is some good Blake Stone tracks, and with all due oh. respect, you're a goddamn monster. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> I enjoy it. That was Bobby Prince, wasn't it? Didn't he do Blake Stone? I can't remember. Blake's probably. I I actually don't recall if Bobby Prince has done. What did oh, he shit. just say? What did he... Oh shit, Sivvy's in the chat. <laughs> so yeah, um, Sivvy, S- Sivvy's played a couple of uh, old school Vigi games, and uh, yeah, he he has some feelings on Corridor Seven mm. at length. Um, he really enjoys. Uh, the multiple um, vision modes, uh, especially when it comes to navigating uh, level. Okay. You've uh, had a conversation about this. Uh, he had the conversation, and a lot of people just <laughs> were kind of there to hear about it. Now, what does Sivvy um, think of the floating eyeballs with the dicks on the side? Is that like a favorite monster? Is it a least favorite monster? Uh, alien, sorry. Alien I monster. Don't speak, I don't want to speak for him, but... <laughs> probably uh yeah probably his favorite well, of a I, lot of them i mean how could you blame oh i didn't see the dicks on the side well that's because the artist <laughs> skipped some a theoretical corners. dick theoretical dicks uh, uh, they, they looked like guns a, uh yeah but they were dicks that that explains why it felt like you were getting fucked uh every time you played that game <laughs> oh my god okay I'll shift the conversation. Um, Please do. Goldeneye. This is getting... Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, that's something that, like, we surely didn't spend enough time talking about because Goldeneye was just massive. Like, it was a cultural phenomenon. Exactly. It, I think it probably got a lot of people into gaming that had never touched it before. It made uh, it really accessible, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's on a home console. Uh, I think it's the... funny that you say it was accessible when you remember the control scheme. It was accessible at the time. <laughs> yeah. Again, not to drag Civi back into the conversation, but uh, he has feelings about the N64 controller. I believe he called it a trident of design malpractice. <laughs> that's that's poetry. Yeah. No, and, and I don't disagree, but you're right. That was, but also, just like every other stepping stone on the evolution of the genre, that's what we had. We didn't know any better, mm-hmm. and the guys at Rare did the best with what they had, and they do a great job, which is also uh, why uh, GoldenEye multiplayer is the way that it is. It was yeah. an afterthought. An yeah. engineer just kind of tossed it together just before submission, and they were like, And oh my god. All right. Oh and my it god. fucking changed the landscape. The, fi- the physics alone in the multiplayer of that game were way ahead of its time, I thought. Um if you took shots, you knew where they would land. And, of course, when you shot people in certain areas, they reacted different, which was mind-blowing at the time as well. And yeah, that really yeah. made it... Location-based damage yeah. and reactions. It was... So you just kept trying to shoot everyone in the dick. I get it. And prox mines. I... Prox mines. Oh, man. Prox mines. <laughs> yes. Or just throwing mines on dude like remote mines backing up and then just being like you know what i got time it's absolutely amazing and you know if you go back now and it's so funny um i didn't remember the controls being the way they are uh because when i was testing the n64 set you know i tested them on an actual machine Um, my adorable pikachu machine over here Um, oh god such a good one i did not remember that the c buttons were how you walked 
like the what? C button? You... That, that's how. That's one of the ways you could walk. There were multiple well, sure. controls. Yeah, there was games. all of those controls, but, but that's that was, how we all did it. Smart, that was the smart way of doing it. Yeah. Um, that that's actually how Turok had it set up. Um, you like, don't want to do Southpaw. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, me being like, I think, I think I was like eight or nine at the time. I was like. I guess this is how we're doing it. I don't know what strafing is or what the benefit <laughs> of it is. Strafe, so what? Do it, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just like wandering around, like blindly charging around corners, getting my ass kicked, playing on agent later. Um, and uh, yeah, but <laughs> oh man, the multiplayer though, um, like it's the it's, ultimate it's party great. game. Ultimate party it's, game. I remember in 2000. I want to say 2000. Before 2005, I was checking out college campuses, um, and you would find like a common area, and there, sure enough, would be four very unwashed individuals just playing what's <laughs> probably the same game that they've been playing from about like six to eight hours prior, um, you know, and it's just like on a on the big commons TV, mm-hmm. seeing this just janky 17 frames per second, and they are just living for it, despite the fact that perfect darks even come out and that runs smoother. But no, they're still sticking with the yeah, original. We're not done because, with Goldeneye yet, no, because they're on a college budget. But uh, yeah, funny and, enough, and, I yeah. legitimately have never played Perfect Dark because I was one of those people that couldn't let Goldeneye go, and then after that, it was on the PlayStation. Whoops, Ain't no hard. No hard feelings there, man. You find yeah. the game you like, you stick with it. I don't judge. <laughs> but uh, no one could pick Odd Job. Fuck that guy. Um, no, no, I, that that guy sucked. I was that guy. And it was the beginning <laughs> of my knives only adventure. Um, I remember, I yeah, like doing custom like slappers only. I saw bad. I think it was Bad Jack said that right when we started the stream. Uh, of course. It was always the level with the jail cell and you would take four people and you'd stuff them into that jail cell and it would be knives only. That's the match type that was going on at my house. It was throwing knives, right? It yeah. wasn't the combat knife, which right. I think you could only get through the game shark. I right. don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd throw oh, it and then man. you'd run and yeah. And it was four people in a jail cell uh, and it was amazing. And I've kept with that tradition over time. Uh, I remember when we used to play... Uh, like Call of Duty 4 uh, or like uh, Modern Warfare, like we would host matches and we would do knives only, throwing knives or stabby knives, but you would leave on all of your score streaks. So I would be like stabbing people like, oh, <laughs> like no. left and right and then calling in helicopters and shit while everyone else only had knives. Uh, it was like a scrub club tradition. We would play a lot with our listeners and uh, the artists would get together and play a lot. What's crazy is I was playing Cold War and last season they had a knives only match type. It was only around for like two weeks. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so either. And there either, goes Activision aping on creators again. There you go. So either they Just got into my them. mind or heard of all the amazing <laughs> stories we had when we played those matches uh, or. It wasn't just me who thought that was the coolest shit ever, but I played it and I was like, wow, this is great, but we're not in a jail cell. Yeah, Damn. no, you created Bladed Hell in the Cell and that deserves <laughs> some respect. Um, I'm very curious. Uh, you're going to have to boot up old Pikachu after, uh, yeah, this uh, pandemic stuff. 
wraps up and we're gonna have to have a go we will because i need to experience that that sounds retro game champion meetup will happen but you know there's not a ton of us in texas hopefully people can make the trip but the ones that are in texas at least we got to do it we got to get together after this is all over yeah we'll figure something out i just i can't get it out of my head we're playing knives only (laughs) call of duty and i think the funniest thing is king phoenix artist from scrub club as well oh Uh, my friend scott uh you know the guy he's he's wonderful uh we were pretty much all around like knife fighting in this one area, like in this downtown street. And we're just, you know, and the matches would be us whiffing like 80% of the time (laughs) and just like screaming and whiffing at at each other over the mics. Um, And all of a sudden I hear, well, we all heard I'm fucking Batman. And we look up and King Phoenix had jumped off a building and we just step back and he fucking dies right in the middle of all of us. Just like lands hard. And it, I will never forget it. That was the best knives only moment of all time. I'm fucking Batman. Just good. So good. Conversely, I had a friend who was too good at baiting people into that, it, like the Halo executions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just Batman. And I'm like, what are you talking? Oh shit! <laughs> I am Batman. And that guy went on to make the new hardest difficulty in um, <laughs> Uncharted: The Nathan Drake Collection on PS4. Oh. I shit you not. Okay. Yeah. No, that guy. Oof. <laughs> that, Literal that Batman. Is, that dude is is too good at video games, and it's a little upsetting. Um, <laughs> Anywho, but yeah, man, that's, ah, uh, I'm going to have to say that next time I see him. Uh, yeah. What's up, Batman? What's up, Batman? How you doing? Oh, fucking Batman! Yo, but GoldenEye, like I said, we had to go back and talk about GoldenEye. Oh, yeah, we did. Because yeah, we just did. glancing over it as the intro was not enough. That game and I gotta say, changed lives. If you have access to the Xenia emulator, can run it, and also happen to come across the XBLA port. Mm. that is the way to play right now that's the way to go back i really need to try that because i can't imagine the improvement like i can't imagine what it's like and the community's getting involved and doing their updates so it's just beautiful times man Super mgm sweet. mgm fucked up royal by not letting that thing go <laughs> for real but that, right? is a, that is a rant a very long rant for another day that's another podcast <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Well, you want to get back to some music? Always. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, You know, I'm just going to play this song without saying what it is, just so the people out there can let the hairs on the back of their necks and their arms perk up without me warning them what's coming, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, Here's the next track.
my god. I think a lot of people haven't even heard the full version of that, but that was the Valve song from uh, Half-Life 2 specifically. Uh, but I will not forget the first time I heard that and saw the picture of the guy with like the spigot in the back of his head, and I'm like, what am I getting into? Yeah, I mean, I was... I was 11 when I got Half-Life 1 for my birthday. Wow. So that that was kind of a striking image. Um, That's a dope birthday present. Yeah. Your parents also, sound cool so far. They they had their moments, especially around uh, gift time. Um, I also, yeah, that was the same birthday. <laughs> I also got um, my Sidewinder uh, joystick oh. to play with Half-Life mm. like you do. Again, sure. this was also a time when people commonly played N64 first-person shooters <laughs> with the Nintendo 64 controller. <laughs> that being said, I think that my line of thinking wasn't completely nuts. Mm. But yeah, sure. again, yeah, no, no, that, that was a very dumb kid. But hey, Steel was a great Battalion joystick. wasn't out yet, okay? That's, Halo wasn't out yet. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> You know, and Half-Life, the original Half-Life, uh, really amazed me for one reason, and that was because I was always on low-end PCs, uh, you know, and I haven't yeah, even had a PC same. aside from, like, work computers for more than a decade now. Uh, it's just been a thing. But Half-Life would run on a fucking Texas Instruments calculator, like... Had, that was the that was the minimum system requirement and that's what i had that and it ran reason. fine it ran, it ran fine. fine they spent so much Chunky time as hell, but it was fine sure <laughs> uh i was just really impressed that the team put in that much work that it would run on lower end systems like that like there i had no business playing that game when it first came out and it was perfect yeah uh it was and uh lighting my, was all washed out on sure, mine it was, sure my, yeah <laughs> the minimumist but Shadows. it still hit all the beats it was so good and uh yeah and you want to talk about a game that sets atmosphere and has good story pacing uh just it really told the story good and paved the way for you know the half-life episode one and two and and uh portal like god just all of it is amazing um <laughs> yeah definitely set a standard for the yeah. first Half-Life is also a game that I first let my mom try to play a computer game on, and she literally fell out of the chair when she was scared by a head crab, and uh, that's great. Yeah, if you weren't <laughs> scared by the first time a head crab jumped at you, you are full of shit. You are a complete and utter liar. The high-pitched screech and a thing Stop. flying at your head? No, oh, yeah. get out of here. Oh my god, and uh, Dalton was playing it uh, when she was pretty young, and the first time, like, the, the ceiling things that would, like... Oh, the barnacles. Yeah, they would grab you with their little tongue, and she was just like, I can't move. I can't move. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, I... no. Uh -oh. <laughs> just watched it happen. Uh, yeah, that's that's good stuff. Let me tell you something. When you're playing the game on a flight stick, that gets even trickier <laughs> to aim up and shoot at. I can't imagine. I, had, I mapped... I mapped looking to the hat switch. I was not a very intelligent 11-year-old. Um, <laughs> oh, Logichan in the chat says, I will fight anyone who says that GoldenEye or Perfect Dark had bad controls. I, I mean... Just got to go back to it and try it out. See if it, it could play any better today. It worked great on this the last time I played it. I'll mm. say that. This uh, Xbox One controller. But... Um, 
yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it had several control options. I can't wait Some to try it on a, a normal-ish controller. Uh, who that? Who that? Brian Judd, 1970. Thanks for following along. Appreciate hey, that. Hey, cool. Yo, I'm going to play this next song because it is the song. It is a song you will always remember. It'll always go down in history as one of the top FPS songs of all time. Even if all the modern incarnations sucked ass, uh, this is the title track, which is called Grab Bag, from Bobby Prince himself uh, for Duke Nukem 3D. This is the DOS no, version. No, 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 no. That was Lee Jackson, sir. Oh, Lee it was Jackson Lee Jackson that made bag. it. That's right. Bobby didn't do Grab Bag. Bobby no, helped he did not. with the soundtrack, but did not no, do Grab Bag. No, we, we, will, we will talk about Bobby and Lee later on, though. Oh, okay. Uh, and actually a track after this oh my god i feel Trust. bad too because that's a that's like a common misconception that bobby prince did all the music oh i'm so sorry i'm so no, sorry lee shit happens man <laughs> let's kick, kick it off kick it off all right here we go title track duke nukem 3d grab bag sound blaster version ms dos here we go Once I find the asshole who misinterpreted who made that song, I'm going to kick their ass. Yo, Duke oh, Nukem. Man. Yeah, um, say what you will about a lot of the modern mm. incarnations. Megadeth did a cover of this, yes. and it fucking slapped. It's so good. It I was, don't know it, how they talked them into that. It. I mean, I don't think they had to. I think they heard it, and they were like, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, the, the the Mega Death version is ultra rad, and that was from that like, what was it called? Songs to score by or something? The yeah, album? songs to score to. Uh, That's great. I, I think. Oh yeah, no man, uh, Duke. How can how? <laughs> wh- what is there to say that hasn't already been said? Um, other than also, uh, we're coming up on the ten year anniversary of everyone's favorite duke nukem forever oh my okay. god it's been 10 years i know right <clears throat> uh, also skyrim came out the same year and saints row the third but wow i and my first fucking game uh, job in the games industry too that's probably why all of this stuff is just lodged in my memory um especially duke forever because i have a fun story short succinct okay uh red box uh is how i was doing most of my gaming because uh games qa <laughs> salary is games qa salary bag of chips so, there we go yep that was a good meal um <laughs> spread it out throughout the day and then uh yeah go home and cry get ready for the next one but um went to red box because I had played the Duke Nukem Forever demo, um, which I bought the uh, I, I bought the collector's edition of Borderlands One in order to get access to it because I was so fucking amped. Right. And it was n- I, I I got through it and I was like, no, that's not that that didn't suck, did it? <laughs> and so I went to Redbox to rent it instead of buying it on Steam uh, for the 360, and the little disc comes out in the slot. I pick it up. Someone has put a little piece of paper just around all of it. So mm. you can, so you can see it. And it said, you have made a terrible decision. <laughs> oh it my was God. the God damnedest thing. I love, I was like, so I've heard. I love red box communication. I've also had an experience like that. And that's just amazing. <laughs> or like, don't <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> put it back put it back put it back put it back oh this is etched into the bottom i'm surprised that somebody didn't complain um oh man, oh, man. what a bummer though and i you know without googling it i want to say that we were expecting duke nukem forever and seeing like footage of it back in what 2002 2000 2001 was the like i want to say 97 98 was the first trailer that yeah, was released i remember um, that still in, yeah it was still in like the quake 2 engine i want to say and then they upgraded to unreal 1 uh <laughs> for the 2001 trailer which everybody was stoked for because it looked cinematic as hell it had yeah. all of the like you can interact with everything God, stuff if going it had on. been like that yeah crazy vo the mouths moved when the people talked which was big back then um <laughs> characters having mouths was big back then yeah and oh man yeah everyone's still like damn you pitchford release it i don't care if it's not done fuck it man let it go let us have what we wanted um but yeah there's footage in 97 98 then 2001 and then nothing thank you civvy yeah nothing until 2008 um when there was a short trailer of duke smoke and a stogie and i think like pumping iron yeah and then a bunch of shit leaked after 3d realms disbanded i could go on about this it um, was a it was an ordeal and then it was disappointing yeah. mm. lesson learned in managing expectations but duke 3d 
yep. still fun, still holds up. The multiplayer. Go check it out. Uh, back when you were playing nothing but like Doom, Doom Two death matches, the multiplayer in Duke and the the uh, level creator was so easy to use. Um, really? Yeah. If it, you just basically booted up, you were in a room. You pointed where you wanted to put something. You selected which one it was with a keyboard shortcut and put it there. Like it was nice. so easy. And then I made my school uh, in the Duke Nukem level editor, uh, and then uh, replaced like all the teachers with like the pig cops and stuff. And then I've, you know, it was innocent. And then nowadays I'm thinking, wow, that probably could have gotten me put in prison if we, were, yeah, <laughs> if we were. In I was going to say standards. you probably did that. I would, I would say what. 1997 or so back yeah. before certain events had transpired and that would have been yeah. horribly frowned upon yeah it um, was like that i was just like but, yeah teachers of pigs ah. ray in the chat oh. says duke level creator was my life it was so easy right it was like holy shit i'm a i'm a game developer <laughs> oh man uh actually classic games fest which is a somewhat local for you event yes every year they have a duke 3d tournament mm -hmm. and i routinely do okay in it dope i show up to beat up on the kids and it makes me feel like a big man <laughs> how does it feel i yeah. routinely make yeah top two so that's pretty damn awesome. good <laughs> routinely yeah, quake, make three, top though. Two. quake three though forget about it so uh, before we go into the next track, I just want to share one of my favorite things on the internet is the Twitter account quotes of Duke, uh, which yes. which is basically just a bunch of random horrible bullshit. Uh, but you're supposed to hear it in your head on the Duke Nukem voice. Uh, here's two: Good, bad. I'm the guy with a twenty dollars RB gift card. <laughs> and then there's, yes. I unfortunately have ample time to play with myself. So there you go. Uh, there is an ex there's kind of an extensive uh, meme community based around Duke <laughs> quotes. Uh, specifically, Kino Fabino makes a bunch of these like wholesome Duke memes. And then there's this uh, guy, uh, Gianni, who does voiceovers. And um, he'll take those and he'll turn them into like motion comics. And he imitates the voice perfectly. That's great. That's awesome. Logichan says, my favorite Duke quote is, I'm considering a vasectomy. Just amazing. I When I was working at uh, WP Engine, uh, the night shift, we were all wanting to put together like a... Uh, like a mod for Duke 3D, which Duke only said depressing things. There was no <laughs> other changes. It was just depressing Duke. It was like, I'm not allowed to see my children anymore. Or my wife left me last week. And it would just like, there'd be no context. It would just, every time it would call a Duke quote, he would say something depressing. And uh, I, I feel sad that we never did that. We would have been ahead of the game. <laughs> Yo, uh, another track, another track from do it. a 3D shooting game. Oh, the, here we go. This is Hellero from Rise of the Triad Dark War. More Nazi killing, please.
Oh, yeah. I said this in chat, but that's another Lee Jackson slash Bobby Prince banger soundtrack to make folks only credit Bobby Prince. <laughs> and that's that's exactly what I was going to get at was that <laughs> there was that's yeah. Rise of the Triad, Dark War was Bobby and Lee. Yeah. A whole lot of Lee Jackson. And so you can, good. Yeah. Lee Jackson uh, had some of the, I, I want to say, like more memorable tracks, if I recall correctly. Probably. Pretty sure he did How'd I Do, which is the um, end of uh, end of level music that would play uh, whenever you're, it's tabulating stats, which is good. Um, I tangentially also um i'll talk about people who are seen in like the retro fps scene doing compositions fucking andrew hulschultz did covers of i think the entirety of rise of the triads um soundtrack because he was the composer on um the remake that they did in 2013 mm. you want to find someone who does yeah some some boom shoot music right that man tears it up um but yeah lee jackson king shit if he says and he is not wrong this is boss ass boss music one thing that really surprised me about rise of the triad i mean it was a great game it was cool it was extremely gory i still remember like the the eyeballs flying towards the screen oh yeah uh, after using rocket launcher but one of the coolest features that not a lot of people know is that if you booted it up on christmas day Everybody yes. on the title screen was wearing Santa hats, and this shit played. What? <laughs> I was muted that whole time. What I said is that it was really <laughs> impressive that uh, that you would only know that that would happen if you logged in, played Rise of the Triad on uh, Christmas Day, or changed your computer clock to it uh but what a cool easter egg really cool yeah and that yeah, means that the they, they actually put together a christmas song for the soundtrack <laughs> amazing yeah i i think i discovered this on one of the demo discs that i had and i was like rise of the tri- ah, sounds like some rpg and eh, whatever i i don't have internet right now let's install this demo and see what it's about <laughs> and um it's like one pistol two pistols machine mm. gun unlimited ammo yeah and then it's just rocket launchers what yeah i think for me it was everybody talking on bbs's about rot r-o-t-t it's like yeah whoa that sounds dope what is that wait more nazi killing because i'm telling you it's a theme that stays true to this day fps's and nazi killing go hand in hand it was originally planned as a sequel to wolfenstein 3d yep beautiful yeah Christmas, Easter, New Year's, Halloween, and Fourth of July did it. Yep. I didn't know that. They I had, just knew uh, about the Christmas tracks. Yeah, they had different uh, splash screens. Pretty rad. Well, time to fuck with the system clock, I yeah, guess. Yeah, here we go. Or, you know, Google image search. But anyway, uh, this next song was from a questionably racist game. <laughs> uh, no, no question about <laughs> it. There was no question about it. Okay, it was questionable after playing it back when i was a teenager um yes but uh it's you know it's 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 in our history it's something we have to talk about we will take down all of the uh all of the statues of low wang um <laughs> we will not celebrate his history but it Replace is important it new wang yeah <laughs> Yes, or High Wang. Um, but this is uh, this is everybody off with three exclamation points. 
from the Shadow Warrior soundtrack. And this is from the DOS version, not the re-release version, because what the hell were they thinking making a new version? Here we go. I love Jeff in the chat's like, it doesn't sound that racist. <laughs> yeah, I was just in the middle of typing out. You know how you you were mentioning earlier that whenever you hear any music from Doom, you just your your mind fills in the blanks with like all of the weapons and like monster sounds. Well, same thing happens with Shadow Warrior, except it's usually gunfire and one liners. And that's where it gets into uh Yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack uh, fantastic uh, oh excellent yeah great job great yeah. work there <laughs> great, great work on that but yeah um, low wang soap you good is is not not, um, not a proud moment of fps history snatch pebble from hand yeah um 
<laughs> Which actually, that was that was one of the tamer ones. Or find, um, finding the uh, 2D anime girls behind waterfalls. Oh uh, man, let's see. Yeah, and and some of the actual anime art that you would find in the game. Yeah. Back before, back before, yeah, like there there was big money in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, was lame. You and, know, and that. I'm all, sorry. All voiced ahead. by John William Galt. Uh, who oh, was that, like yeah. the go-to 3D Realms voiceover guy uh, that was not John St. John, right? Uh, who did Duke Nukem. But yeah, he kept showing up on other stuff. Actually, just kind of like local Texas first-person shooters. He was in, yeah, Daikatana. He was Daikatana, in, um, yeah. yeah, basically doing the Lo Wang voice again, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, he, was, he was in Prey. Yeah, dude got work back then um the fps 90s scene but shadow warrior great game fun game yeah questionable trappings yes um the remake the remake actually kind of like eases off that does it it? i never played it it's good it's different it's not the same it Mm -hmm. is not a build engine shooter but they did some interesting stuff told a pretty nice story and I'm interested in seeing where they're going with uh, Shadow Warrior 3, because Shadow Warrior 2 is actually a looter shooter huh. out of fucking somewhere. Yeah, come on. Anyway. But yeah. Um, I did not know that. Shadow Warrior if you haven't. And, <laughs> I, I um, ducked out after this one. <laughs> turn the... turn the. Yeah. The you know what's the weirdest kind of feature thing, of Shadow Warrior that I remember? What's that? Do you remember seeing the rabbits? Yeah. Okay. So they anyone, would multiply. So anyone, and then... <laughs> anyone that never played the game, uh, if you found rabbits, uh, you could just watch them, uh, and you could encourage them uh, by pressing the space bar. But uh, <laughs> they would have uh, pixelated sex or something close to it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, they would Tall explode a gory explosion, and more rabbits would come out, and it would just repeat. Someone programmed that. If you kill some of the rabbits, I believe one of them becomes the Monty Python rabbit and comes after you. I know that happens in the new one. I did not um, know that. Yeah, yeah. You get this like little <laughs> tiny dark demon rabbit that you have to fight off or it will end you. It's, oh, it's the Legend it's of Zelda chicken, else. except a rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. The chickens never did that in Zelda. I am really um, glad that rabbits don't explode when they they procreate. Uh, oh, man. John, Can you imagine the mess? What a messy can you, also, can you also imagine? Yeah. 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 Low Wang would certainly say. have to soap us good after that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'll we got say. one more track before we get into the listener discussion here. Uh, cool. And this is one of those, uh, why is this on here? It needs an explanation. I, yep. I but, agree. <laughs> but uh, this is from Quarantine 2 Road Warrior, more commonly known as Road Warrior. Uh, and this is track one because they didn't have they didn't have any credits that I could find to this day uh, for the CD audio. But this is track one. Uh, well, technically track two because track one is the game data uh, of Quarantine 2.
that had a kind of a gone jackals vibe to it yeah yeah um, it's interesting that you decided to go with quarantine two instead of quarantine one which mm. was uh i mean it, it you want to talk like straight to vod that's basically what quarantine <laughs> two was yeah for sure but it had more of like a legit cohesive story to it yeah, than the first game did. and stuff yeah which uh yeah it, it made me kind of interested to check that out um especially since it jumped right in after the first one which was a yeah. trip man it was and the reason that it's on here uh which it won't make sense unless you played it uh because it is a game where you are a taxi driver uh that uh takes your crazy people to their destinations and you kill a lot of people on the way there usually uh because you live in a city Whether you mean to or not yes oh absolutely uh and sometimes when you mean to you can't um because the controls were horrible <laughs> yes but, uh you live in a city where everybody is homicidal and uh and you're trying to make enough money to get out and if i recall uh, correctly yeah it was um it was a prison city, right? Or yeah. something? Yeah. And they released a chemical into the drinking water, which turned several people into psychopaths. It was that, to make uh, them all kill each other off. And uh, yeah, I, they survived. <laughs> I, I thought it, I thought it was, oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was to placate them and calm everyone down. And then it just had oh, the wrong effect. I can't remember if that's how it went or not. I thought it was a way and, for them to get rid of all of needed, them. And that's why it needed Quarantine 2's storytelling. <laughs> I guess so everyone yeah. lost yeah i had the what cool like comic panels and stuff yeah um, but i put it in there because it's built on fps engine like it's literally just an fps with weird ass like wheel bumper controls cars. yeah bumper cars is it there's even that level in the first quarantine where you go to like the circus and you actually like shoot the clowns in their bumper cars do you remember that I don't. I oh, don't. I, re I, I remember in the in the second one, I, I remember more about the second one's mm. progression, but that's only because I like looked it up recently because when I saw this list, I was like, there was a quarantine too? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. And then I, yeah, I was looking at it and the first match in that is like destruction, like demolition derby. You have, I think, a fork on the front of your car that you have to hit the others <laughs> just right in order to take them out. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough Prison City games, not enough clown bumper card games, <laughs> says bad there Jeff Rat. Bad yes, Jeff Rat. I, I agree. Bad Jeff Rat. Um yeah, it was great. And a better minigun than Corridor Seven uh, on top of the Agreed. Card. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> now you, did you, you know that this game was released on PlayStation and uh maybe Saturn too, I can't remember. PlayStation and Saturn in Japan. And uh, I think yeah. Hard Rock Cab. Yeah, they, and and both versions had two different names. Yep. Uh, what was the no, other one? Both versions had, I, yeah, there was Hard Rock Cab and see, this is the part mm. of the show where usually you and someone else are discussing and we're something. we're like, if Newman was here, he would know. And then, yeah, <laughs> that guy, what the hell is, where, where, where is he at? I do right want to pick now, up, um, Hard Rock yeah. Cab and I want to Hard pick Rock up Cab, Quarantine whatever. for Everything. Uh, they were not fantastic games. A lot of people didn't like them, but for some reason, it was transformative to me as a teenager. Like, I'm like, this is amazing, and I love post-apocalyptic, like, storylines, and yeah. the presentation was just off the chain. I loved so, it. I've noticed that there are a lot of times where people will, you know, have 
Um, and I don't, I don't want to like sound too gatekeepy here or anything, but they'll have their like brushes with games, uh, and you know, as they grow up and they've got other interests. Um, but like when you're steeped in it and you're like, I want more, you will come across some of the like weirdest shit. And that's, I think it's, it's so cool. Cause you'll see people who have ideas that they try to realize or that they realize and while they may not hit the mark, they're like, you know, it's it's like you tried, you were experimental, you went against the grain, you changed things up a little bit, and yeah. I know you inspired somebody to do something different and not just make another Doom clone. Right, and this definitely was no Doom clone, for no, sure. Man. Yeah, it was great. And here it is. Ah, Here's the PC version. Oh, yeah. And there's the the little intro that had the like live action intro. And there's the shooting the Mac 10 out the window. Right. It was. uh, I don't I don't think you did that in uh, in quarantine. I think it was all or you could. Could you could you do drive by? Yeah, there was. It was a, a different button that you pressed to look out each window. And if you're looking out. Was it the left window? It was only one window that you could do it, but you could totally shoot as you went by. And Interstate it, uh, 76 let you do that, too. Yeah, it did. Uh, yes. Oh, man. Driver's handbook. <laughs> oh, man. That, oh, man. like... So good. Oh, that is uh, that is an aesthetic. So I would really love to uh, get and scan all of the quarantines. They have the version for... Is it Sega CD or 3DO? There was one that came out. The, I think the I think one that uh, came out in the states was 3DO. I'm having a hell of a time actually finding like the Wikipedia page. Yeah, no one cares about quarantine. To... I'm telling you. And then when you're quarantine googling quarantine one, right yes. now, <laughs> it's really tough. <laughs> but yeah, they have you're one. Not get the, uh, they have a right. 3DO in the box uh, at a game exchange for 30 bucks uh, here in town, and I just one of these days I'll grab it. That's kind of reasonable yeah it's it's roughed up but uh that okay yeah that makes sense then (laughs) yeah i mean i did say game exchange after all (laughs) on on the bright side yeah it's a 3do game and i don't think anybody's gonna swoop in and grab that anytime soon nope and uh yeah they've got like five of them that have just been sitting there the last year and a half so i think i'm okay but i'll say that and then i'll go in and it won't be there anymore (laughs) right so yeah, quarantine, really cool. Not an FPS by genre-defining means, but totally just an FPS that somebody put a trick on and, like you said, made it really unique and play different. And uh, that's really cool. Yeah. So check those out. Definitely. Man, I want to read listener responses because I we can think only that be. Was a great segue. Yeah, and I agree. We can only be so funny, Newman. We can only say dick so many times before people start unsubscribing. Uh, (laughs) He's doing a magic trick on video, y'all. He's pulling his thumb off and it's still there. What? (laughs) You are such a dad. (laughs) uh, Blaine Copperfield taught me that. Oh, (laughs) Blaine Copperfield. I see. Yeah. And David, David cussed you out for it. Yep. Sivvy so says, hard. you can say dicks infinitely without losing subs. Trust me. Huh? I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know. I, I would say, yeah, 30% of Sivvy's release content is just kind of uh, wanton swearing. And uh, he's doing all right. <laughs> okay. okay. How's prison, bud? How's prison city? 
Yo, yeah. Yo, we, we'll get back to us. Let's go ahead and uh, read some of the listener Ranger. stuff. There's, yeah. there's some good stuff in here. Uh, and uh, I'll just start and then we can go back and forth. Uh, you know, like we usually do. Uh, Justin Lanfear says Cybercop for the Genesis. Oh, that's a deep cut. Cybercop. Uh, to me at the time, just playing a game in that perspective was mind blowing. Do you know about this game? I don't. I another shooter for the. I thought Zero Tolerance and then Zero Tolerance Two, the thing that was up for download, were the only two. It's a and legitimate like. Progressive maze game for the Genesis. Um, I was surprised. I didn't know it existed until I tested the Genesis set, and I was blown away. I'm like, what? That's crazy. All right. So Bad Jack says, Wolfenstein was my first, and I sucked at it. So I guess the best feature was drinking blood off the ground. (laughs) Nah, it was a giant German lady. I got a thing for giant ladies. God, I'm so glad you read it just like that. I got a thing. For giant ladies. Well, let me tell you about this Resident Evil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Danny Hall says, first FPS game I played was GoldenEye 007. It definitely made a lasting impression as to this day I play mostly FPS games. I love the movement and the multiplayer. It was different than anything I'd ever played before, and I was in awe of the graphics and the concept of looking through the eyes of the main character. Yep, that eased into the back of Cyber Brosnan's noggin at the beginning of every level. <laughs> Cyber Brosnan. <laughs> it was so memorable. You, mm. you can't, you can never shake that. Nope. Logichan says, I have no idea what my first FPS was. Halo was the first one I really fell in love with, and the graphics blew my mind at the time. And you know what? Yeah, mm. they should have. I mean, that was a home console, and that's basically what that machine was for. Yeah. Um, the original Xbox, and it ran smooth as butter. I, I mean, still, you could have land parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hooking them up and having two TVs, mind-blowing. Oh, man, two TVs. I had a friend with a router set that thing in oh. a closet. We had four different rooms all stacked with smelly high schoolers just elbow to elbow Damn. looking through. Yeah, post. it was so great. But anyway. And you want to talk from a music perspective. I remember just the loading screen where you were supposed to press start. And it's got that theme, and you oh, can see yes, the ring. Oh, fucking, yeah. yeah. Mm, so good. Uh, and then later to hear Steve Vai play the guitar for the remix of that track. Holy shit. Anyway. So uh, good. The Snuggles aw, says, mine was Wolfenstein Oodles. 3D. I'd probably say the coolest feature then would have been the digitized voices for me. Oh, 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 oh. Granted, I was like five or six years old, so everything was cool about it. God, I missed that old 486 DX2 PC. Mind Laban! Mind Laban! Hawk dog! Oh, it's hot dog, indeed. Yeah. Hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be Octung, but everyone. Yeah, yep. <laughs> All right. See, the Predator G says, I think my first FPS was either Doom on iOS or Halo 3. Doom on iOS. Wow. <laughs> that had to stop there for a sec. I'd have to think about the coolest feature, though. Oh, wait. I know what was the coolest. The music. Also, I love the voice acting in Halo 3. And I'm not only referring to Steve Downs, a.k.a. the man in the Iron Mask, lol, but <laughs> the entire cast. It was probably one of the first games I played with prefer- uh, professional voice acting of that quality. Now that I think about it, that might've been what sparked my interest in becoming a voice actor. 
See the Predator hey, man, G man. also uh, threw some demo reels on Discord. Fucking good. No kidding. So if you All need right. if you need some voices for games, like it was like listening uh, to game voiceovers from like the early two thousands, and there was something really legit about it. So if you need good a voiceover, shit. hit up our Discord. I'll have to I'll have to peep those later. Uh, Ray, who was in the chat earlier, said had to be Doom. What wasn't cool about Doom? Loved the soundtrack. Loved fucking up demons. <laughs> can't ask for much more than that nope except zombies uh, wait no nazi zombie demons to, yeah there the market has you covered there. i saw you doing the math uh, i was like what year did that start you know what it doesn't matter <laughs> they're around now that's what matters yes edward orndorff, orndorff. I, I hope i'm not butchering that Ganondorf. says doom doom coolest feature was it existed i mean <laughs> such a legit I, comment yeah it's you can't you can't refute it when you hear it that many times right along with that phil belcher said wolfenstein 3d enough said well those two were the easiest definitely insane ian says wolfenstein 3d when i was a kid the freeware version was shared around then i went to a computer show in my town and picked up a few modern versions of the game that had street fighter characters as the Nazis and one that had Beavis and butthead characters and sounds where the final boss, uh, was Barney, the dinosaur. Uh, the delivery of that one was a little bit off, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Yes. I actually, when I was a kid, we, uh, I lived in California for a brief stint and we would hit up computer shows, um, just to kind of look around, see what they had. And then I had to, walk away disappointed whenever something said for windows 95 on it because we didn't have that yet we're still on 311 <laughs> oh yeah dogs are nothing kid that's right we were still playing the space pinball uh, wait no was that 95 that was nine i want to say that was 98 maybe it was 98, 98 plus uh, so we were playing um, epic pinball at that point yep on dos <laughs> <laughs> I, I also remember the Epic Barney mega games. We've been yeah, putting Barney. Barney in FPSs since the beginning. And I heard recently that somebody put uh, Barney into resident evil village. Yep. Amazing. <laughs> We're keeping with it. Uh, and terrifying. MC Rection says Wolfenstein was my first, but shortly after I discovered descent while well, I was like shortly after I discovered descent. I feel like that one deserves a mention. I just thought the game was so cool back when I was a kid. Still cool. Unless you have a boyfriend. Still cool. <laughs> oh, man. Never played a scent around Hatter. All right. <laughs> Marcus Simonson says, first Doom. A friend's older brother had it on his computer. It was the first game that awoken my morbid curiosity, LMAO. LMAO. I like that after morbid curiosity. Morbid. <laughs> LMAO. My butt. It's gone. <laughs> Danielle LeBlanc says, okay, I have a weird one. My first FPS was Borderlands 2. Somebody's young. Uh, I grew up with NES and SNES, but I didn't play anything past that until after college. J-Mac was playing uh, Borderlands 2, and I thought it looked really fun and asked to play. I kept getting stuck in corners, staring at the ceiling, and that's when I discovered I had to play with inverted controls or play Southpaw. Interesting. The coolest part for me was learning how to actually play FPSs and how great the game looked once I could actually look around easily. It was also a really intriguing story and plot and all around a fun game to play. 
That is an interesting story. Just to like throw yourself like, in like out of nowhere yeah, and then go straight to late, Southpaw? Yeah, late. Yeah, but coming to it, uh, you know, later on than like your childhood, that's saying something. Yeah, mm, Borderlands 2 came out in 2012. Wow. It was nine years ago. Again, working in games, I had just the next release to look forward to. Less than Duke all that forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Vincent L. Am I saying that right? Yep. It's not EI. All it's right, L. cool. Uh, it says, I was never a big FPS fan, but I suspect Wolfenstein 3D was my first. Killing Nazis is a pretty nice feature, I guess. <laughs> but around the same time, I encountered Doom, Blakestone, and Ken's Labyrinth. Ken's Labyrinth. There's another yeah. deep cut. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100% sure what I played first. Ken's Labyrinth had digitized sound from the PC speaker somehow. <laughs> Usually that thing would just go beep, but... Ken figured out how to make it talk. I didn't have a sound card at the time, so it was pretty surprising to hear a voice come out of the computer saying, Welcome to Ken's Labyrinth. <laughs> I think maybe I tried to run Ken's Labyrinth before Wolf 3D, but couldn't get past the title screen. Then at some point, I figured out the settings to make it work, presumably after playing Wolfenstein 3D. The fact that my English vocabulary was very limited at the time didn't make it easier. Man, <laughs> hats off to you. Oh, man, hearing speech that was come a through. Saga, a... man. It was. And, and, and with perfect English, nonetheless. Um, Excellent. Uh, man, I've known Vincent for a while. Uh, I also remember the first time I heard PC speakers speak, and that was just, it was bizarre. It was, was it 4D boxing? Uh, it was I just like, remember. fart. And I'm like, what? That thing just said something. It was like, a dude brought Wood. that into work once and that yeah oh the that speech a, module that is, that is a chilling device right there <laughs> it literally speaks with the the power of spirits uh ian wood says army men sarge's heroes i think it was the third person but whatever this post made me think of it and hey it had a first person hell mode, yeah so there you hell go hell yeah <laughs> All right, so Jeff Rat says, I think Doom was my first. Wolfenstein had already been out, but I didn't actually play that until later. I think the feeling of immersion was the coolest feature. Bet. Yep. I remember getting the first episode of Shareware on a floppy, playing it all night, and seeing the sun come up in the morning. <laughs> Damn. Yep. I was playing with headphones to keep quiet, and at one point, an M came up behind me and started tearing into me. It scared me so much that I literally fell out of my chair <laughs> onto the floor. Just like my mom playing uh, playing Half-Life. Amazing. Depri deprivation just adding to the experience. I love it. Blah, 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 blah. Those sounds. Uh, Will, who was on last episode. Hey, Will. said, hey, does, Will. Does the one Windows 98 screensaver count as an FPS? Best feature? My first pacifist run unlocked. You know what I'm talking about. That's that 3D brick one. Yep. You know. By uh, all your rage, you are still just a rat in a maze. <laughs> you actually see one that runs by briefly. I do remember talk that. About, talk about early childhood jump scares. Um <laughs> Mellified says about Wolfenstein, I remember fighting Mecha Hitler with the SB16 enabled. That gave you stereo panning, which seemed like the future at the time. <sighs> stereo panning. Hot That's dog. Some good shit right there. <laughs> Hot dog. And finally, Sab Cornelius slides in with uh, the first was probably Doom. Coolest feature, like Ray said, was fucking up demons. Uh, that's going to be like the new trademark. Let's make 
Okay, I'm gonna have to make a Doom shirt now and just in cursive underneath, it's like, fucking up demons. Fucking up demons. But honestly, I think blood is more memorable for me. You can use a voodoo doll or a lighter with an aerosol can, lamau, plus the cult worship Kurt Is it Chernobog? Chernobog. Chernobog, which I was already obsessed with as a husbando from his interpretation in Fantasia. Also, it had that weird occult horror and Wild West fusion theme going for it. Lol. It was oh, such yeah. an interesting, interesting game. I forgot that it was uh, Chernobog. Chernobog. Yeah. Get the hammer, Chernobog. Well, awesome. Thank you guys for sending in responses. Uh, you guys did that really fast. I was scrambling to uh, put this together after the vinyl release that recently happened, and y'all pulled Congrats through. Congrats on that, by the way. Thank you. It was it was a dream come true. It's awesome. I'm still making daily trips to the post office. So <laughs> uh, let's slide. We're, we're running a little late, so I'm going to slide right into our third burst of music here, if that's Fair okay enough. with you, Newman. Hell yeah. And this is the intro theme to Star Wars Dark Forces DOS version. Oh, that's one of those abrupt endings. <laughs> I was chugging down water and it's like, burp, burp, burp. oh, that's it. Hey, hang, hang tight just a sec. Oh, Newman has ducked out. Um, yeah, so that was the intro from Star Wars Dark Forces, which I remember when it came out, uh, it was just crazy to think that all of a sudden we were going to have an FPS that was based in the Star Wars universe. Right. And, I mean, after, uh, like, the Super Star Wars saga had come out, nonetheless. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. And it was a, it was a legit mod. <laughs> I'll call it a mod. It was, uh, it was a really legit game, though. And we were talking Hell in yeah. the, we were talking in the chat, uh, Newman said it was distinctly different from John Williams' standard musicality, but incredibly fitting. Uh, and I agreed. It just feels right and uh, hopefully won't get me a copyright strike. Pro probably. <laughs> probably not. I'm still um, I'm still dealing with the, the fact that 
um, somebody made a remix of a Mortal Kombat song and got my uh, last episode muted on Twitch uh, during a part really? that's not even Mortal Kombat and is definitely not their remix. So that's wow. Fun. Thanks, robots. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Ruining everything. Yo, this this next track is from a game that. Uh, when I mention it, a lot of people have no idea what I'm talking about. So it must not have been all that popular, but it was another one of those. They put a lot of twists on the uh, on the basic FPS genre of the time and uh, made it out to be a really different game. Uh, this is Action, what a title, from Strife, uh, the MS-DOS version. I heard you like cymbal crashes. Well, let oh, me man. chew one up and spit one out. <laughs> oh, yeah, those. Oh man, in that game, that was that was the like Konami sound effect of that fucking track, dude. <laughs> Strife, I fucking love Strife. Strife is, and not because it's good. Strife is an incredible like uncut gem of a game. It's kind of like in the same league as uh, Quarantine. It's yeah. 
super ambitious. It's also Very. a pain in the ass. And it <laughs> fell into uh, the inescapable crevice created by the Leap to 3D Gaming. Uh, that's to yeah. say that it came out a month before Quake 1 did. I did not um, know that. I thought it came yeah. out after Quake. Wow. Okay. No, well, maybe in some regions, but well, but yeah, that's it, was, unfortunate. it was 1996. <laughs> oh, man, because, yeah, the, these guys, they, they created branching narratives. They created yep. NPCs you talk to. It wasn't just show up, gun everyone down. You could yep. do stealth. And it was <laughs> rudimentary as hell. But whenever you heard that track pick up, you're yep. like, all right. And, it's go time. And that was a thing, too, because there's not a lot of songs on the soundtrack. It's mostly just kind of like birds it's chirping this. and ambience and, and, and stuff and then, like that. Yeah. And then there's the you're in town music. Uh, this like, you know, intrigue. Trust no one was the subtitle of the game. And, and so then that's you pissed off the guards music. Uh, right. <laughs> Shit. Strife was dope. But but yeah, it's there's a really good reason why nobody played it, and that's because Quake came out. Yeah, um, I did not know that. That's crazy. Um, remastered, uh, released by Night Dive. I recommend it to anyone who can come like get their hands on it. Yeah, is it is it is it a good package? Did they improve? Some yeah, stuff? they they updated it. They added they added maps. They added navigation markers oh, because God, part maps. of the pain of the ass was navigating Legit. and yeah, knowing where you're supposed to go next in the story. So yeah. they they definitely did some quality of life improvements. It was anyway, very outside, wanna... very outside, yeah. and super uh, ambitious. No maps. That was one of the pain in the asses for sure. But yep. such a, a cool idea, and they're like, you know what? No, let's make this a branching narrative RPG with let's an make FPS an immersive. Sense. Let's make an immersive sim before Deus Ex. You know, let's <laughs> let's let's show those let's show those elder scrolls fool what fools what's for oh my god when you when you did say uh the stealth i think i remember the marketing what limited marketing there was was like stealth like you played fps's but now try to sneak around people you couldn't sneak through shit you couldn't sneak your shit in there there were basically big green <laughs> there were big green doorways that where it's like you're gonna step through this and now everyone's going to attack you until you get back out of the level which it had a hub it had yeah you know changing levels oh so man cool. there's so much right with that anywho yeah they could I definitely could see through walls and find you until you were dead and uh, oh totally and the crossbow the crossbow was cool <laughs> the crossbow was cool anyway here's a here's another one that's just kind of bizarre and definitely not a game oh, a lot my. of people played and definitely a song that doesn't sound like anything else that we have played so far uh and that is my notes in another tab that is <laughs> time trapped isle off the killing yes. time uh soundtrack uh the toot sweet jazz band which is a jet a jam band that has the same name as a band now that's not the same band uh oh so so can't sue me can't sue me <laughs> i'm stealthy you'll never find me i have a crossbow there you go time trapped isle Reptile, where time has ceased to be. If you must know why, you'd better pay heed to me. This is a place so cruel across the dark and sea. You would be a fool to come and challenge. 
so cruel across a dark and sea. Well, I'm warning you to stay away from me. You never will escape, no matter what you try to do. If you try to run away, we'll turn you into barbecue. Don't stand around and wait, no one will listen to your cry. You will meet your fate while on this time grab the People haven't yeah, heard man. of it because it was a 3DO game made for the it, 3DO, even though it got ported to Windows after 3DO kicked the bucket. Man, the um, 3D, yeah. Ironically, a single-player uh, shooter for the 3DO multiplayer system. And I think the <laughs> multiplayer, though, uh, I haven't looked into this. I was just kind of thinking about it today, which uh, I, I think that was supposed to lean into the multimedia aspect of the 3DO. Because sure. if I recall correctly... The real killer after the 3DO was Burn Cycle. And everybody was like, oh man, it's you're playing the movie sort of shit. Yeah. But and and all of that was always awful. And I love going back to it because mm. it's fun to see the acting. Just yes, you can call it that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, you know, people are like, this is the future. You take the movies and the video games and the combine. But I honestly Killing Time is probably like one of my favorite games from the whole like multimedia era of gaming um, because it's like one of the few examples, if not the only example of like fluidly combining FMVs and some pretty solid gameplay. Sure. Uh, I actually wrote this down. Next Generation described it best, I think, as the bastard child of doom and the seventh guest and it works <laughs> that is really good and even just the song we just played like fits into oh, that man. description dude that yeah I, I, it reminds me of like something you'd hear on total distortion it's very yeah. song about the thing yeah yeah and, yeah it's it's fun it's super campy just like the game is i mean there's there's no loading you just show <laughs> you move around there's some like you know level there's like level streaming tricks mm-hmm. um this is this is a uh, Rebecca Heineman banger. She did the like Doom 3DO port. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I did. I, I may have done a little bit of digging on this, even like a couple of years ago, just for a separate thing. And so I Sweet. have, I have a deep love for this. I will not hold up the show any longer. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, the thing I always pulled away from Killing Time, other than like you said, yeah, it feels totally different. Like uh, such a merge. Uh, is the sprites. They were like digitally captured, oh, kind of like Mortal Kombat, rather than, you know, like you got your Doom sprites that were hand-drawn. Well, they were they hand-drawn based more... on models, but... Sure. Yeah, you had your monster models, sure, but you also had full-blown FMVs in the middle of a level that would just play. Yeah. it was. Who's doing that then? It was awesome. Who? Seventh Nobody. guest. Wow, that was that's such a good thing to compare it with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got two more songs. Uh, one, one that I can't believe we haven't mentioned yet is Unreal Tournament. Uh, and, you know, now we've got the Unreal engine powering, you know, 60% of the Earth. Uh, but this is uh, from the MS-DOS version of Unreal Tournament. 
This is Enigma. Unreal Tournament. Three things come to mind on Unreal Tournament. Number one, industrial music. It was all that good and oh, it was man. fantastic. 
Uh, As was the style at the time. Yeah. Number two, way <laughs> impressive graphics. Like, Quake came oh. back from the future, and like, I'm Quake 20, and here are my graphics. <laughs> number three, Capture the Flag. I don't remember I how many Capture have. the Flag matches in games there were up to this point, but Unreal Tournament and Capture the Flag are always like... So I think that Unreal thing. Tournament may have been, yeah, like one of the, I, I one of the earliest mainstay like first-party implementations of CTF, because I think it was TriWave was the one was a mod that they made for Quake One. Oh. Um, that a lot of people picked up and were just in love with. So then they wound up adding it to future future iterations of Quake. I think that's how it went. Don't quote me on that. Do your own research, people. <laughs> Deal. But, uh, oh, man, no. UT, every, everyone says, oh, yeah, Unreal Tournament, Facing Worlds. That's my jam. <laughs> because, I mean, yes, yeah. you breathe air. You're human. <laughs> That's a great map. And that was a banging track. It I, was. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like there's a converse thing that goes on with Unreal Tournament where you just remember all of the weapon sounds. Mm -hmm. And then... Someone's like, this was a track from Unreal Tournament. You're like, oh, yeah, because I feel like <laughs> it that... had music. <laughs> it had music. But yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Sivvy in the chat. M -m -m Monster kill. Brilliant. Yo, Arcea Mons, by the way, thanks for the sub uh, during oh. that last track. Really appreciate it. I haven't seen you in forever. I hope you're doing good with all this pandemic shit. Uh also said, uh, though I was a diehard Quake. I was diehard Quake. I was a diehard Quake. That's what he said. And I remember being in arguments with folks over Quake versus Unreal. And For yeah, sure. Amongst uh, kids who played PC games, that was the Sega Nintendo of the time. Yeah, Quake versus Unreal. Because you either had one or the other. Because that's what your parents bought. Quake and Unreal, Sega Genesis. Yep. Quake was dope, too, and I'll never forget. Uh, I didn't put it in just because of time constraints, but uh, Nine Inch Nails, of course, Trent Reznor doing Quake. Uh -huh. <laughs> Quake ones. Get out of here. Yeah. And then the nail gun with the Nine Inch Nails logo on it. Yes. yes. Which has, I think, been scrubbed from some of the yeah. future releases. Gaming is, uh, it's, it was a different world back then, for sure. Yeah. Can't can't drop the extra coin on the on the then no, license. Nope. Yo, I got oh, one more track for you before we get out of the exit talks and all that. And it is, of course, from Wolfenstein 3D. Because there's no way we are gonna get through this episode without playing something from the hot dog of the nineties. Uh and that is this is from the DOS version of Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, and this is Wondering About My Loved Ones. Thank you. 
Oh my god, Wolfenstein 3D had such a good soundtrack that fit the mood and such clear, crisp music as well. None of them farty noises. No. It was, it was just clear and crisp. And the folks that aren't watching on Twitch and are just listening to this, you might have to Google this one. But the, the box for Wolfenstein 3D, we're looking at it right now. And oh, I, man, it's I, so great. That's the one we got yep. when I was a kid. DJ kicking a Nazi down the stairs, firing a gun that doesn't exist into the air. <laughs> yeah, and I, I did not notice that until just now, that he's kicking that dude in the face and firing that gun into the ceiling for no apparent yeah. reason, just firing it. And, Pants uh, intact, shirt nowhere to be found. Hell no. <laughs> Just like, yep, that's that's how they did it in World War II. That's how Mr. Blakovich <laughs> did it. Yo, Wolf, oh, man, you know, we started off with the intro from GoldenEye, and it got us really amped, and I feel that that this gave us some closure. There's something about that song that just sets me at ease and fits me right into Nostalgia's arm, and oh my God, this was a great episode, my friend. I'm super happy you had me here. This was this was a blast. <laughs> Thank I loved you. it. Thank you so much for coming on. And, you know, to those just tuning in, where the hell have you been? We've been talking about FPSs this whole time. Where have you been? You know, uh, RC Amon's come into chat. It's like, for those that didn't know, Robert Prince created lots of masterpieces. And to that I say, hit rewind, buddy. <laughs> that Bobby did. If that, that Bobby did. Bobby did. Uh, when it wasn't Lee. <laughs> <laughs> right, or it wasn't Lee Jackson. <laughs> My bad, Lee. I love you. Happened. Uh, but yeah, the next episode, which is going to be... Mm, oh, shit. The first Wednesday of June. I don't have a calendar that's available right now. But the first June weekend 2nd. of June. June 2nd. Thank you. June 2nd will be the next episode of Earworm Arcade. And it's going to be me and Richie Mogimo from Scrub yeah. Buds and uh, we're going to be just doing Nintendo bops like the most catchiest NES and SNES tracks 
uh, that you may or may not remember. Um, I asked him what kind of what kind of songs would you put into that category. He sent me like fucking forty of them, and they're all oh, aces. Shit. So basically, he's picking out the music for the entire next episode, and it's going to be great. Uh, Crazy. Be- before we go, Newman, I want to ask you the question that we'll be asking the listeners, and that is, what is the catchiest song from like Nintendo Entertainment System? It can be Super Nintendo as well. Uh, that could easily get stuck in your head. Nah, dog. You said NES, so I'm gonna have to go with uh, Snake Rattle and Roll. Snake uh, the Rattle intro, Roll. The intro theme. That has <sighs> like, we got that. My parents got an NES for the family when I was two, and they have regretted it ever since. <laughs> and that was one of the first games we got. Dude. You put that thing in, it's dead silence, and then just kind of just that literal rock and roll bop. You know, this, like this, 50s that, like, rock and roll. Sock, yeah, that sock hop beat. Oh. And it's just, it's so good. And uh, if you don't believe me, get the rare replay on the Xbox One X. It is there or Xbox Series X. I'm pretty sure it'll run there too sure. because Microsoft still likes to get your money for things. And why wouldn't <laughs> they do that? But yeah, it's it's a great tune. Um, yeah. And of course, um, just uh, tangentially speaking, only because I heard it later, uh, the fight music to punch out but yeah the snake rattle and roll is great uh i distinctly remember it being like 50s style rock and roll but from the sound of like a european computer demo in the 90s like what a cool mix kind of like marble madness i guess were they made by the same people i can't remember marble i think i don't know i think maybe uh, no, but I the don't music think. is Maybe? is kind of similar to that. Snake and... Rattle and Roll was a, a rare game. I don't think that was. Hang I, on, I'm gonna, yeah, I don't I'm know who composed Newman. it. Okay, kids, yeah, Newman. ask Newman. Yeah. Newman will know. Uh, and uh, while you look that up, I'll go ahead and do my spiel. Uh, this is Earworm Arcade. It's a retro game music podcast. It takes place here live on Twitch, and also there's an audio version that usually comes out the next day or two afterwards, and uh, it spreads for everywhere there are podcasts except itunes for some reason there's a black hole and it will never come up on itunes even though it's supposed to anywhere else though you're good uh uh, you can also check out my project, which is RetroGameChampion.com. Uh, I like to throw together ROM sets that have none of the fluff and include everything that's English enough playable. And then also do uh, packs of different languages so that we can keep every single game that we can get our hands on into the future. Uh, so future generations can enjoy the art and the music and the gameplay uh, of these titles, and we won't lose them over time. Also yeah, release uh, soundtracks. Yeah, we've already lost so much. Uh, I release soundtracks from games, collections. Uh, you know, if you ever wanted to listen to, like, hundreds of Street Fighter Two songs, I got you. Uh, and then also uh, so scans of things. Uh, so that's what RetroGameChampion.com is. Uh, there's uh, the stuff right there. You're right here on Twitch, Retro Game Champion. Uh, Instagram, Retro Game Champions with an S because they fucking banned me after South By because they thought it was suspicious, I think. But it's just because it was really great. We got a lot of followers. Uh, Retro Champion on Twitter. uh, But really go to RetroGameChampion.com and all the links are there. Uh, How about you, Newman? Tell us about yourself. Well, uh, if you want to see more of my inane ramblings, uh, I am on Twitter first and foremost because I am a glutton for punishment. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Old Kid Newman because OK Newman has been squatted on by Patty Newman. 
oh, from Oklahoma since 2009. Patty Newman. Hey, give it up for Patty. Great. Don't give it up for Patty. <laughs> Patty is persona non grata. <laughs> but if you want to see me on Twitch, where I occasionally show up, uh, set the alert. You might see it once in a blue moon of me just playing whatever and then just kind of muttering things into a microphone and under OK Newman, which is what I should have on Twitter. Hey. <laughs> if it wasn't for fucking Patty. God. For the third plug, uh, I do a occasional release uh, podcast uh, that covers pop culture and other interesting things, oddities, what have you, um, called Why Should I Care? Um, you can find that at uh, youtube.com slash The Romo Room. We are currently releasing under their brand, a local stand-up comedy uh, company in Austin. They are actually currently doing shows, and they're getting some names. Uh, so if you are vaccinated and feeling it, hit them up. See what's going on. Invite Patty. People. Patty can come. Yeah. Oh. Invite Patty. <laughs> yeah, do it. Invite Patty. No. Um, <laughs> one last thing I would like to say. Sure. Earlier in the show, I mentioned an accompanying act alongside Buckethead. And I called him Jimmy. I apologize. His name's James Paddock. Mm. He is a game developer and composer. He's a badass. Check his shit out. Not Jimmy. Mm, no. Not James Jimmy Paddock. Lee, not Billy Lee, James Paddock. Yes. Fantastic. Um, well, before I do the sign-off, uh, I had so much love on the last stream that I have to spill it over to this one. Uh, if you didn't know, my solo album, 8-Bit Bullshit, which is a nerdcore like Nintendo hip-hop album, on the 13th anniversary, a fella named Wiley and a fella named Jer, <laughs> off in Europe uh, or thereabouts, decided to make a vinyl pressing of it. Uh, and on the last stream, it was like a release party, uh, wrapped along with folks and did some signings and did an AMA. It was brilliant. And um, I just wanted to read everything that happened during that stream because it blows my mind. And I want to thank all of you again. Uh, and it all kicked off with Mogi Mo subscribing. Uh, Martlet Games came in and subscribed. Then Martlet Games gave away 10 subs, uh, which was incredible. Amatsuyu threw in 500 gold coins. Mogi Mo came in and threw down five more subs. Throwdown threw in 285 gold. Badjack threw in 400, which was actually four separate 100s. It's very important to say that. Uh, Jeff threw in 100 gold. Marcus Simonson shared. Uh, DJ Amamiya followed. Buckworth followed. Scott Free followed. Uh, Phil Belcher followed. Right side. The Super dropped down five more subs. It was nuts. It was like a super duper hype train. Blake Strife. Tyrone Robinson. Sea Monkey followed. Blake Strife gave down five gold coins, which I spent immediately. The Mike Herbin, Daniel LeBlanc followed, Goran Lubjovic followed, uh, Devro2K, and then Kevin Tignor followed two hours ago. Brian Judd, 1970, followed an hour ago. And then 18, I almost said 18 months, 18 minutes ago, Arcea Mons came in. Haven't seen him in forever. It's good to see you. Also subbed. And that was just since last stream. Fucking mind blown. Your guys' love has powered me through this pandemic. And I'm just so hyped that you're a part of these projects. So thank you all very, very much. 
Uh, Newman, you can thank take you, for doing them. you can take half that love with you, please. It's too much yes. for me. I totally cried. love in I, your faces, chat. I totally cried. Uh, so I'm sorry if that happens. Uh, thank you all for listening in or tuning in on Twitch or watching on Facebook if that even works. Uh, like I said, uh, June 2nd, correct? Newman would know. That's the one Wednesday, June yes. 2nd. That's two weeks from now. Awesome. Uh, we'll be playing Police Nuts on next Wednesday. But the Wednesday after that, we'll come back here and we'll do some Nintendo bops. Uh, I'm going to play you out now with one of the, the, the most striking endings to an FPS when I was a kid. Uh, and it was because there was a bloody bunny on a stake and it was such a happy song until it scrolled over and you saw your dead bunny and the track is called sweet little dead bunny and this is from the ad lib version of the ms dos version of doom and we'll see you next time bye